I purchased one of my top competitors and I actually had at that point something like 115 clients in my niche. I had a massive team. I had this gigantic kind of business that I had to grow into. But that's kind of what got me from there to here. And then that brought in a whole new set of problems. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is The Digital Agency Show podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. We are hanging out with a very special guest today. We have Nate Friedman. He's the CEO of Tech Pro Marketing, a leading marketing agency in the IT services space. He is also the co-founder of Creative IT Agency, the only IT support and cybersecurity company specifically dedicated to helping digital agencies with their IT problems. And he's an amazing you guru success story and... Not yet done, and and he is an amazing YouGuru's mentor, uh, mentoring some of our elite mentors members as well. Is just a general inspiration for our community. Nate, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for having me back, Brent. Really excited to uh, jam out with you just for another half hour. Any time spent with you is awesome, and uh, share this with all the listeners as well. So your agency, I mean, I I, I love your story, man. And I, I'll kind of give my my version of it. But like you you followed the recipe. Like you do really well with with that. You got niched down. You got a killer offer. You built what I'd consider to be a scalable agency. There's lots of different agency models out there, right? Generalist, hey, we're going to just do everything for everybody. And there's some people that kind of go like more into a, a specific market, but they still kind of keep an offer very fluid. You know, you definitely like locked some things down, have created a really amazing business. Give our listeners just kind of an update. I know you've been on the podcast before, but give us an update. You know, if I zoomed out from your business right now, what would I, what would I see? Right now, We've got, we're a 100% remote agency. So I think like, just want to clarify, I'll, I want to get to the beginning in a little bit, but I'll sh- show you guys where we're at now is we're a 100% remote agency. We've got about 50 team members all across the world. We've got about 25 or 26 in our India office that's actually run about a business process outsourcing center through our um, partner in India. We've also got about 15 remote team members in the Philippines. And then we've got, about six or eight North American-based full-time employees. Um, and that's part of kind of my challenge right now is getting some of my contractors to employees. We've got over 100 customers in the niche. So we work with MSPs, otherwise known as IT service providers, kind of like a the type of business. And we're working with over 100 of them on a monthly recurring revenue model. So we don't do any project work right now. I don't think we've done any project work for over a year. Um, which makes our revenue really predictable, makes it very easy for me to do a lot of business planning. And, you know, like 
think you know, sometimes it's like, it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to like relax all day. And like, you know, I got this business that runs. And the truth is I do have this business that runs, but no, I'm not relaxing all day. Like I'm enjoying my life as an entrepreneur and probably working harder than I ever have, but I'm in my zone of genius, as Jen Buzza would say. And I'm working on the things that I love doing. It's sometimes a stressful thing. Sometimes I bite off, you know, more than I can chew and I get a little bit over my head. I get get slapped in the face and stay in my lane, Nate. But for the most part, enjoy my life as an entrepreneur. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. That's so cool, man. I, I, I love the I, I love the the where you're at today. And I, I love just that like a lot of people do think, hey, I'm gonna become if I become successful, I'm gonna like, you know, whether it's retire early or I'm gonna just you know, have a two day work week or a four hour work week. And and I think that you know, the more successful people that we you know, we've I've seen out there in the marketplace, but also like helped kind of nurture and incubate through you gurus, right? It's it's like you just see you see people even more energized and passionate, and it's just fun to see um, you've been able to achieve that. I mean, so so take us back, Nate. I mean, take us back to you know agency 1.0, the things that you were doing then, maybe that you have learned that you can do things in a better way. All right, this may be a similar story to some of the listeners. I started in about 2009. Um, when I was working full time and I was actually at that time, I was in the language training field. I had always had an interest in internet marketing and I was doing affiliate marketing back then. And I was selling photo recovery software through articles on a website called Ezine Articles. Not sure if that rings a bell with any listeners, maybe some old school internet marketing, like what was he doing? But then after I uh, exited the language training industry in 2013, then I decided to try to become a full-time. At that point, I'm going to become an internet marketing consultant. Didn't know what it was, didn't know what that meant, but I went on the website called, I think at that point it was called um, Elance. Now it's Upwork. Maybe it was called Odesk then. Now it's called Upwork. And I had gotten a client. It was a hypnotist in Australia. And I had somehow gotten them as an SEO client. What I was doing as like a you know twenty uh, seven year old or or twenty nine year old like in Boston marketing for hypnotist in, in Australia made no sense. But uh, I actually made like five hundred dollars a month or something for a few months. And I was like, I have struck gold. This is amazing. I am you know not going to work to do this. And I actually started my own. Like, I don't know what I was doing. Web design, internet marketing. My next client was a... <laughs> this is kind of funny. And this is very, really no business. Selling hair weaves online. And I was doing a website redesign for a hair 
weave company. And like for me, I've had a crew cut. If anyone's watching online, I've had a crew cut my whole life. I know nothing about hair weaves and why I took on that project. I somehow thought I could. And I had a very small agency, consultancy, web design business, whatever you would call it. And I was fine. You know, I was feeling pretty good as someone in my late 20s making mid five figures, you know, nothing. I think these days it would be probably below minimum wage in a lot of states. But back back then it was fine for me and my needs. And then I was like, one day I need to do a proposal. Okay. True story. You might not know this. I was like, I need to do a proposal. I looked up online, web design proposal. And this proposal is still I think your number one lead magnet, Brent, it's got to be. I don't know how many people have downloaded, how many people have used this. This has got to be the number one proposal um, out there. I used the the Guru's proposal that you had given us from Hot Press Web. I downloaded that. I may have won a deal with it. I scheduled a strategy call with with Diana. So if anyone's ever talked to Diana, schedule a strategy call with her. This is probably 2015 at this point. I had a Diana's like Nate. I was like, I was like, well, I do have a, a proposal out. So I got an Upwork. She's like, Nate, I'm going to connect you with Jen Buzzer right now. She like connected with Jen Buzzer. I talked to her the next day. She's like, Nate, don't go to the proposal. Do a solutions presentation first. I did the solution presentation. I sold like an $8,000 deal. I was like, <laughs> I'm in Diana. Let me join you guru. So I joined you gurus all the way back then. It's about 2015. And um, yeah, I started learning a lot of the sales process. I started learning some of the business things about it. And I think for me, I always caught, thought I was kind of um, business savvy. But what I learned in this program was that business, yes, some people are naturally better at business, but everyone has to learn it. There are specific skills. There's a specific curriculum. There are things that you need to know if you want to get great at business. So I think if people are out there that are like, oh, I'm good at business, like, okay, then you're going to really succeed if you learn business. And I think everybody who's running this type of agency, business, web design consultant, the internet marketing consultancy, learning business is going to be so powerful. So that's why I started learning some of these skills. And I was able to grow my generalist agency to maybe high five figures or something like that, you know, where I was actually earning a little bit more for myself, started hiring like a virtual assistant, some things like that. Now let's fast forward a little bit to August 22nd, 2017. And I want to just share one like gold nugget with everybody. One life lesson is when you see an opportunity, especially like an early adopter opportunity, don't ignore it. And what happened for me was, I don't know how I knew to pick up on this, but Brent, you must have sent a a video to like a 100 people in saying like, hey guys, I'm starting this new program where, and this is kind of like the modern U Academy, I'm starting this. And if you're in the first cohort, I'm going to be your one-on-one mentor. And I don't know how I identified this. And I was like, I actually feel like Brent is like this amazing guy who's going to really go places, you know? So I kind of knew that early on. I was like, and I've got the opportunity to get hooked on to this bandwagon, like at this stage, <laughs> like somehow I knew to do that. So I think like you guys, like, I just think identifying the exact right opportunity at the right time is so, so important. And I saw that opportunity. So August 22nd. 2017. And we just looked it up right before we checked in our calendars. That's when we had our first meeting with, um, you know, the modern U Academy model and everything that Brent's been doing. So if you guys are in the group, you know a little bit about it. If you've read Get Rich in the Deep End, Brent's book, then you know about it. And this is the concept of niching down and owning your market. 
not owning your market of like, I'm going to own it and I'm going to own you guys. Like we're not talking like, you know, some type of internet slang here. We're saying like, take ownership and saying, this is my market. And on October, August 22nd, you said, Nate, what's your market? And I was like, I think I shrugged and I was like, IT companies? Because at that <laughs> point, I had one IT company as a client that I randomly got on Upwork and I just didn't have a market. And I think by luck, by hook or by crook, somehow that that hooked on, right? We went through this whole process of going from a one person or, you know, one person with a a designer, one person with a developer. And I think this is a, the position that I see a lot of early stage agencies in. I was no different than them to actually, by choosing that niche, being able to start building out a real business. Some of the things that happened was I gained marketing momentum because by being in a niche, I could go and do a guest blog post on a, you know, majorly read blog in my niche. And I think the first time I did that, I actually got three clients just from one blog post, right? So Brent, you had your um, specky boy moment. I had mine with um, Smarter MSP. So I think your article was never say WordPress when you're selling a website. And it was an awesome one. Uh, mine was, I think it was the modern buyer, what MSPs need to know. That was the title of my article. I got three clients from it. They started referring me. I started publishing more articles. My articles started giving me backlinks. I gained authority. Before I knew it, I was like ranked number one in my niche. And that's when all this momentum started happening. And very quickly from that 2017 meeting all the way through October 29th, 2022, I grew rapidly from no clients in my niche, not knowing that much about business, not have, I never had any agency experience. I've never been trained as a web designer, right? So I know there's some highly skilled people listening to this. That was not me. I didn't have the skills, but on October, October 29th, 2022, I purchased one of my top competitors and I actually had at that point something like 115 clients in my niche. I had a massive team. I had this gigantic kind of business that I had to grow into. Um, but that's kind of what got me from there to here. And then that brought in a whole new set of problems that we can talk about in a minute. Yeah, dude, I love the... Um, I, I don't know if we've ever done like the full... The I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about a stretch of, you know five, six years. So it's, you know, they everybody got the elevator version of it. I love that it started. I mean, there's so many people that like, they still start with like the proposal, you know? And I mean, it's funny too, like we talk to people and they're like, yeah, I just want the proposal. And we're like, yeah, but you probably need so much more, <laughs> you know? Like, and then, you know, I even had somebody on an ad recently say, this isn't even your proposal. Like it's it's so prolific that people tell me it's not even like my proposal. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, it's 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 trust me, I know exactly when this version of it was created and um uh it, it is it is ours. But but it's it, it's fun to like hear that. And I think one thing that I've I've noticed in, in, in my own reflection, Nate, is like that growth mindset, that hunger for like learning and being that voracious learner. And sometimes it's like learning about the things that are going to really matter for you um, versus just like wanting to learn, you know, more technical stuff. I mean, the stuff that's going to really help you grow your business and being willing to invest in yourself and willing to, to, to actually, um, you know, do the work and kind of follow the recipe. I mean, I, I think even like, 
you know, niching, right? I mean, people just have so much, like there's, it's such a, such a heavy word, you know? And I, I think one of the things that, like my favorite clients are the ones that make it a little bit lighter. They're like, hey, cool, I'm going to pick a market and I'm going to just go after it. I'm going to jump in the deep end. I'm going to, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to, you know, start making connections and contacting people and getting published. And, you know, and then that, that early momentum, right? It like led to more stuff and more stuff. And, you know, it's just cool to see that, that kind of take off for you. Like going from a couple of people that you were having, I know you've always been really good at like contracting out work that you're not good at, whether it's what building websites or doing SEO. I mean, now you have a big team. Like you don't have like the five person team. Like you have a team, you have leaders in your team, right? I mean, what are some of the things that as you grew, you realize, okay, I gotta, I gotta change. I gotta change how I'm operating. I gotta change how I'm thinking about this, right? I mean, you know, I've always kind of thought I can keep about, you know, I can kind of manage about 10 people effectively, maybe even like less than that, maybe like six, you know, now you have 50 people, right? Like, I mean, it's obviously not you managing everything. So, so what are some of those things that, things that you've, you've, you've had to change about how you operate the business? Yeah. So this was a, probably the, the, some of the biggest learning curves for me, because I think I'm probably like some of the listeners here where it's like, I don't like corporate. You know, like that's not my thing. I don't like get along with corporate people. Like I've never done it. I've never like worked at a corporate office. Like I applied for something in college. They like didn't hire me. I don't know what the deal was, but like that's not my style and we don't get along. And no, I like entrepreneurship. I like moving fast. I'm not super like... um detailed oriented. I'm risk averse in certain cases, but also I'm really high risk in certain cases. And I don't know if it's maybe just like some trauma I had early in life that like made me really against uh, corporations or just not even just corporations, but just like the idea of going to an office and being part of this big business world. So I avoided that kind of stuff, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, I got 20 people misclassified as the employees that I'm classifying as 1099 contractors. No one's ever going to come after me. Like, <laughs> like, what do they want with my business? You know, I'll never get in trouble for this stuff. So for me, for the, for a while, like I was doing a lot of the, a lot of the overhead that is required to really run a, a strong business. I was um, not doing that stuff. You know, and I was really flying by the seat of my pants with a lot of the things that I think maybe some of the listeners are better than me at, even at their very early stage. Some of the things that I was doing really poorly and what they came back to bite me are things like password management. Uh, really, if I think like we know that um, Ugurus was acquired by DigitalOcean. So I think both of us, um, we know a little bit about how corporations operate a little more and They've got very strict IT procedures. They take their security of their uh, information very seriously because you know what? If there's any type of lawsuit against them, like they don't want to be held liable. You know, they all their contracts super serious. I actually know, Brent, bef even before DigitalOcean, you've been actually slightly a little bit on the legal side, I would say. You're someone who's kind of always had your contracts buttoned down. I never had a contract with anybody. Okay. Like I avoided legal fees. Like I'm never paying a lawyer, you know? And, um, I don't know why I just never liked to do it, but I think something happened to me was, I guess a few things was one, I was bringing people on to, to fill my team. You know, it's hard to build a team. 
I was getting people who were actually starting working and then quitting. Mm. Right. And I was like, Oh, I hired this good person, but they quit. And then I had a situation where uh, my Facebook ads account got blocked uh, or got bl- got shut down. I think a lot of people have had this. And this is because I had like hired some random Upwork contractor to do a project once, two years earlier, never removed him. You know, I know some people here, I know a lot of uh, agency owners that are like, oh no, I double check who's on my um, Facebook ads and we have an audit every week. I don't do that. I, I didn't do that at least. <laughs> You know, and then, yeah, I didn't have, um, maybe I did have some better, uh, organizational structure in certain sense, uh, senses. But I think the big issue for me was that as I was growing my business, there became a certain point where my employee experience actually became more valuable than my customer experience. So I think in the U Academy model, you've got traction, authority, and scale. I think when you're in the traction phase, when you're in the authority phase, you really need to put your effort into making an amazing customer experience. If you can give your customers this amazing experience, build an amazing relationship, get incredible results, you're really going to explode your business. But at a certain point, that's going to switch because you're no longer going to be able to handle that. You can't manage the accounts. You can't even manage the people who are managing the accounts. And that's where you need to focus 100% on building your team. When I shifted that focus, that's when I really learned the benefits of kind of my theme of this year. My team was like shocked. I was like, guys, we're going corporate. You know? <laughs> and like they're like, what is Nate going to do? And it's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like actually put in an HR information system so I can track your vacation days and make sure you're taking them. You know, I'm going to actually have a system to pay you overtime. Like, isn't that great? They're like, actually, this is kind of good, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to give you a password management system and you're, all your passwords are going to be easy to uh, use. You don't have to worry about like writing them down or not knowing what they are. And um, I started I- installing a lot of these systems. And now I think the biggest benefit of kind of having a lot of these corporate things is that actually as an agency owner, as an entrepreneur, I might not value corporate, but that doesn't mean that my team doesn't, you know, and they might not value corporate in the sense they probably have the same idea. They want to work for a small business, but they still want the benefits of a great work experience. So that's kind of where I'm at today and like what I'm excited about. So you mentioned at the beginning of the, when you introduced me that now I've done this joint venture with one of my clients. There's two reasons why I wanted to do this joint venture with my client. And I think one of them relates to the niche. And I just feel like one of the challenges when you niche down is like people are going to and look and say, well, yeah, you're a marketer, Nate, but you never ran an IT company, you know? And I think like most of that is head trash, you know? Like you don't, I think you guys, like if you're listening, you don't have to, if you're marketing for HVAC companies, you don't have to go out and start an HVAC company. (laughs) So like 99% of that is head trash. But after six years in the niche where I built up enough authority, you know, can I start experimenting in the niche, right? Can I start trying to like, you know, get in a little bit and how is that going to benefit me as someone who's doing marketing in this niche, right? Learn the business on a deeper level. So I was really excited about starting this joint venture creative IT agency. The other thing is, I was like, oh, I kept seeing posts in all the Facebook groups I'm at. What are you guys doing for two-factor authentication? What are you guys doing for a password manager tool? Because if you're like me, when I first tried to go... so. 
for me, I'm the worst. Okay. Like I can admit it now. When I first started doing it, I had all my passwords in like an unprotected spreadsheet. It was super embarrassing. Like I'm kind of embarrassed to say it. I was probably the worst, worse than anyone else out there. Hopefully. Maybe not that. Yeah, no, not me, but I have been, because we do a lot of calls with agency owners. We look at their, you know, they might be, we on a screen share, we might be working on a funnel together, we might be working on an ad, helping them, you know, give some, 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 some tips and stuff. And I can say more than once, probably more times than I'd like to admit, I've got a, you know, uh, a potential customer or, you know, somebody that I'm working with screen sharing, they go to log into something. They open up on a recorded Zoom, right? They open up like, oh, let me just grab that. You know, they open up the, the spreadsheet. They copy and paste the password. And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do what you just did. <laughs> like, and oh, yeah. it's, it's like crazy. It's like, it's uh, somebody with Jen Buzz actually mentioned her earlier. We were talking about this. She was just out here in Denver for a couple of days working on, on program. And uh, like the agency space is still very much, there's still a lot of Wild West components. Like there's, you know, you look at like medical, dental, law, you know, restaurants, you know, food safety, you know, you got like a, like restaurants, they got the guy that comes in with the temperature meter, right? And they like test to see if, you know, how what the temperature of the meat is and, and stuff in the freezers and the refrigerators and how old is it and all this kind of stuff. In the agency space, I mean, like, uh-uh. it's the Wild West, you know? Like, it's yeah. like passwords in a, in a spreadsheet. Like, sure, why not, right? Like, customer data in a spreadsheet. Like, oh, who has access to that? Oh, it's, you know, look at the sharing setting. It's like, you know, anyone with the link. <laughs> you know, it's like, why is, it any, why is it anyone with a link? Well, because I had to share it with so-and-so and they didn't have access to Google. So we just shared it with anyone. It's like, oh my gosh, right? Like, and so I think like, I, I love what you're doing with creative agency IT, right? Because I mean, I think it's you guys are looking at this and saying, "Hey, I'm an agency. I also have experience with the IT market. You know, maybe we can solve some of these problems." But like, I, I, I think it's still the wild west, right? There's very little regulations. There's no certifications. There's no requirements to be an agency owner. There's no requirements to handle customer data. I mean, there there's starting to be some stuff, some murmurs, right? Some legislation in different states or countries and regions. But I mean, it's still, uh, you know, I see a lot of people with passwords and spreadsheets, Nate. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, it's, and I think part of it has to do with like, we're starting as freelancers and it's a little bit of a self-confidence issue, you know, and it's like, I'm not worth it. Like nobody's going to steal anything from me because I don't have anything of value. And at least for me, that's kind of how I felt, you know, it's like, Mm. what's the point of protecting it? What do I have to protect? You know, but kind of where me, where I kind of doubled overnight. I went through this massive growth. Everything I did with Hugo was, I kind of woke up one morning. And I was like, I think I do have something kind of valuable here and they're probably coming for me pretty soon. And by the time I had decided to wake up from it, I had a massive project on my hands, you know? Mm. So I tried hacking things together with like LastPass and I was still kind of cheap. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for LastPass family edition. All my team members are going to have the the basic edition. I'm going to like do a share with this and then they're going to do a <laughs> Gmail alias. <laughs> and then I had spent like half a year trying to do this and I got nowhere and I'm like, okay, 
I have a hundred MSBs as my clients. There has to be one of them that can just do this for me. And I'm not going to go broke because of it. And um, no, in the end, it's like, yes, uh, partner with, with Robert, who specifically had been focusing on marketing agencies. And he's like kind of somebody amazing entrepreneur. And what he had done, which is different than a lot of MSPs, is he had really tried to build a program that worked well with agencies and the needs that we have. So like traditionally, if you want to work with an IT provider, it's all about managed antivirus. It's all about issuing hardware and managing your Office 365 licenses. It's about offering help desk support for like, you know, the office manager who like doesn't really know how to use a computer that well. But agencies, we're all super clever. Like we don't need help desk support. We're solving issues and updating DKIM settings like regularly, like we don't need tech support. But the things that we do need is we actually need someone to manage our passwords for us, please. You know, we need someone. I know one of the activities that we do in U Academy all the time is like, hey guys, let's all go through our billing statement and let's find some of those SaaS tools that we're all using and cancel the ones we haven't used in a year. And this is part of like the things that we're doing. So like, and I think the last piece about it is as you grow and as your agency grows, your people who have access to add and remove users, the people who have access to the password management tool, these are going to be your most trusted people. And in my case, it was me and my director of administration, this woman, Lane, who's incredible. But it came to the point where Lane's got all this other amazing work to be doing. And I didn't like, I don't want you spending three hours a week working on our password management tool. You know, it's like her time was so valuable. So I got into this conundrum where it's like, okay, you either have like, this is super sensitive information. So you either share it with someone who's a little bit lower level, their billing rate is lower, but your trust is lower, or you give it to one of your high level people where their hourly, you know, effective hourly rate is going to be super high, but you know, there's no trust issue. And then that's where I think the real value of working with a third-party IT provider really, really comes in because they have all of the insurance, you know? So with creativeit.agency, we've like got, obviously, like I thought for a while, I was like, I'll just do this myself. You know, I don't know. I'm going to cut creative IT out of this. I'm going to create my own thing. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not not going to go through with all that liability issue. There's so much that goes into taking on that level of trust um, yeah. in terms of insurance, in terms of compliance, in terms of everything else they're doing. So working with this third party that you can actually trust to add and remove users from your SaaS, working with a third party that you can actually trust to manage your passwords, that doesn't mean they're going to get access and share your passwords, but it does mean that they can sh uh, share who has it and who doesn't, uh, add, remove users and all this tool. This has been really an amazing thing for our team. And the other cool thing is like, yes, when we hire new people, your computer is going to get issued by our IT company, right? Mm. And we send everyone a new package with a hat, a shirt, a computer. It's preloaded with all their stuff, with their email address. And it doesn't take someone on my team, you know, however long that takes, three, four, five hours to do it. Because yeah, there comes a point where it's like, I know you're guys like, I'm not hiring that much. You will. You guys yeah. will. You stick with the program. You will start hiring a lot, and this will become a big, big benefit for you. Hey, agency owners. Are you looking for a strategic and reliable white-label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white-label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. 
E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e, the number two, msolutions.com forward slash U-G-U-R-U-S. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. Love it, man. I love the love getting your your update, your story, the success that you've achieved. It's uh, it's so good, man. So good. And I'm really excited for what you're doing with these other ventures in your niche, right? I mean, it's like the whole idea of like, you know, jumping in the deep end, going deep in the, you know, and you start finding these opportunities that like people don't get like how you know, you as you build that base understanding of a market, right? As you build those networks, those relationships, you start to have some really, really cool opportunities. So, Nate, you ready for lightning round? Let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received? To define my own code of ethics and to live by that code. You might have to provide us that code in the in bonus material or something. Oh yeah. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Aligning my actions with my code of ethics and um, simplifying my decision-making based on that. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you've been digging lately that you can share with our listeners? Go high level. I think for the CRM space, these guys are doing something completely incredible in terms of disrupting the way that the affiliates and partner programs work by literally passing on everything except for a fixed fee all to the agency. And I'd be happy to um, give anyone a demo of how we're using it if you want to message me on LinkedIn. And what book would you recommend and why? Get Rich in the Deep End by Brent Weaver. Um, This is not a straight up plug, but I think the real thing here is that big percentage of my success has been selecting the right niche. And if I had the wrong niche, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today. So I think that book just really, really explains the power of not niche marketing, but niche business strategy. You put a big smile on my face today, Nate. I didn't see that one coming, but uh, appreciate the plug. Appreciate your endorsement of that work. I know it's helped a lot of agency out there and uh, and that's super cool. We'll link out to Get Rich in the Deep End, Go High Level, and also, if Nate's so kind, we can maybe share his code of ethics uh, yeah. on a link on our show notes at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. How can our folks find out more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out? Uh, Yes, definitely go to creativeit.agency. That's our agency-specific website. If you go in there, you chat with our agent or just fill out a form or call us, let them know that you heard heard me on this podcast. Uh, We're doing an early adopter program right now where we're actually waiving our onboarding fees. And I know like for my project in particular, where I had this massive spreadsheet with all these users I had to get into a password management tool, that was actually a big a big onboarding fee. So we're waiving that, especially if you're listening to this. So I would love um, to get our first early adopter cohort really running with this program, um, specifically with like the digital agency community that I'm a part of and helping you guys out. So we've got some people that have just reached out to me directly. But if you're listening, would love for you guys to check out creativeit.agency. The other thing is um, connect with me on LinkedIn. It's linkedin.com slash in slash Nate Friedman, F-R-E-E-D-M-A-N. 
And uh, I'm always sharing content on there. Uh, a lot of it's about um, IT stuff, some of the marketing stuff, digital agency stuff. So I'd love to connect with you there. You know, I'm part of the community, the Facebook community that we're um, going live with right now. And very active inside you academy. So if you guys do end up joining you gurus and joining in there, I would just love to connect with you in the Slack, um, in our private Slack group there and just kind of help out as much as I can. Awesome. Love it. If you're out there on the road right now and you didn't have a chance to write down all those uh, URLs and places, go to yougurus.com slash podcast. We'll link out to creative uh, creativeit.agency. We'll link out to Nate's LinkedIn, uh, his Facebook community as well. So definitely check him out. Of course, you can just join U Academy and uh, hang out with Nate inside of U Academy as well. So Nate, thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Thank you so much for having me. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.